In a quaint old house at the edge of town hung an antique mirror. Its glass warp and its frame adorned in intricate carvings. For generations, the mirror had witnessed the tears and laughter of the family that lived within those walls. But it was more than just a reflective surface. It was a portal to something darker. Late one stormy night, as the wind howled and the rain lashed against the windows, young Dolores stood before the mirror, her reflection dancing eerily in the dim light. The room seemed to grow colder, and Dolores's reflection twisted her eyes turning coal black. In a whispery voice, the mirror began to speak, telling tales of long-forgotten secrets and lost souls trapped within its depths. Dolores, mesmerized by the haunting voice, couldn't tear her gaze away. As the mirror's stories grew darker, Dolores felt a chilling presence behind her. She turned, but there was no one there. She glanced back at the mirror and her reflection was gone, replaced by a ghastly figure with hollow eyes. Panicked, Dolores tried to step back, but an invisible force held her in place. The room seemed to come alive with sinister whispers and the mirror's surface rippled like dark water. With a sudden jolt, Dolores found herself pulled into the mirror, her screams drowned by the echoes of countless others trapped in the glass. The antique mirror, once again, stood silent, its secret hidden behind the reflection of the unsuspecting room. Haunted mirrors is a concept steeped in superstition and folklore, suggesting that mirrors can become inhabited or possessed by spirits or ghosts leading to eerie and unsettling experiences. These mirrors are thought to serve as portals for spirits, house malevolent entities, or exhibit ghostly apparitions when gazed upon. Stories of these mirrors are often associated with antique mirrors, bad luck, and tales of supernatural encounters. And sometimes the most scary thing in a mirror is the black eye that your cat gave you. My name is Kayla, this is Zeno, and we are Cauldron Combos, baby! And for all of you audio listeners, make sure to follow this podcast here, as well as, you know, if you want to watch some videos of it, you can go on YouTube and we're here. But a rating would be much appreciated. I think everyone can relate to being scared by looking into an old mirror. I know, it's like a weird concept that people fear looking into mirrors because it's well, we'll get into why the psychology behind it a little bit. Also, the whole idea of like, ha- I didn't even think about this when we were researching, but like haunted, what are those like crazy houses? What are those ha- found fun house? What are those mirror houses called? I don't even- fun house. Is that what it's called? The or fun mirror house? Maze. Mirror mazes are like a trip because it's like, which one's the real me? Where did this belief that mirrors hold evil qualities or bring bad luck even come from? Well, Romans believed that mirrors could trap souls and cause bad luck to those who own it. So all the way back to the Romans. That's my Roman Empire. Do you want to go off on the Romans for a little bit or? No. You good. (laughs) They also believed that if the mirror wasn't taken care of properly, so if you didn't like Windex it, actually, I don't think they had Windex back in the Roman Empire, but. But they were Greek. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Did my bag my big fat Greek wedding. I don't forgot what she says. But they believe that if they didn't, you know, clean it or take care of it properly, bad things could happen and inhabit it. They also believe that mirrors were a reflection of not just, you know, physical appearance, but also the human soul. Kind of like the mirror in Harry Potter where they just look into it. And have you ever heard of the superstition of covering mirrors? Do you know what I'm talking about or no idea? No. So there's a superstition that's been around for centuries across different cultures where they cover mirrors when someone dies in the house. I did know that, but I just oh. wanted to give it to you. Oh, you could have said I do. You know, I once went to a shiva. Well, I didn't go to a shiva, but I went and visited people sitting shiva and all the mirrors were covered. 
you know, a man's got to fix his hair. Oh, yeah. So do you peek or is that like bad luck? No, I just use my phone. A man's got to be respectful. But what do they do when they didn't have phones? They looked in a pond. They went outside the back in the well. I could have just like filled the sink. Imagine somebody walking in, just seeing me stuffing toilet paper down the sink in an attempt to clog the drain. But this idea or superstition of covering up a mirror if someone in your household dies is to prevent their soul from wandering around and getting trapped inside of the mirror. How terrifying. So, you know, if you believe in that, you better tell your whole family now before it's too late. Oh, to cover all the mirrors. Yeah, yeah. cover the mirrors when I'm gone, baby. <laughs> Imagine like someone at, at like a funeral home. He's like planning their their death or whatever, you know, when you do that. Or I, maybe that's just my grandma that did that, that she like planned it all out, had the whole gravestone now, ready. Now, she has a casket. And if this video gets enough likes, we're going to go pick up the casket. And I'm going to start doing the podcast from inside the casket. Wait, but but we don't, the body's not in the casket. We didn't no, clarify. No, 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 no. So she bought a casket, but she never actually used the casket. Years uh, before. Anyway. We have a free casket. We just need means to get there. So if anyone wants to donate to our casket fund. So I'll start doing the podcast being like, oh, I will be talking like a vampire from the casket. I mean, my grandma did use it, but she only she was only in it for like a week. So it's not. Also, the idea of covering the mirrors is not only for the dead. It's also to protect the living in the home because it's believed that demons are attracted to homes where tragedy has recently struck like a bad luck magnet. And the Victorians used heavy black cloth on all mirrors in their homes of the newly deceased as their fear and belief in spiritualism was strong and their belief in the afterlife and the protection of their relatives even stronger. So they would use black cloth specifically. It wasn't just, you know, you couldn't use like a white because you could probably see a little bit. Well, peaky in the mirror. And we know that Victorians were very obsessed with the spiritualist movement. They were interested in the paranormal and supernatural and communicating with the dead. And from their interest came these parlor and mirror games that exist even today, such as Bloody Mary. Yeah, something else interesting to note about mirrors is the whole Walt Disney trick where they're able to project the light off of mirrors to make it look like there are ghosts. They even cover the mirrors in the White House when Abraham Lincoln died. Mirrors were made in early conception with silver as a backing to them, which made them turn black over time as the silver oxidized. So due to this process, the mirrors took an otherworldly appearance due to the oxidization, allowing the human eye to matrix shapes in the oxidation patterns that would form in the glass. And we also know that mirrors, you know, um, fog up if you don't have like a little fan thing in your in your bathroom because, you know, that's expensive, then you would know that, you know, steam mirrors. Maybe that just happens to everyone and I'm just jealous of the people with the fans. My poop stinks. <laughs> also, a belief in Chinese culture is that if you carry a corpse next to a mirror, past a mirror, they would become a ghost. German and Dutch cultures also had an eerie belief about mirrors. If you saw your reflection after a loved one had passed, this was an omen that you were to be the next to pass. <laughs> oh, wow. Also, we know breaking mirrors is bad luck. And we talked about this in our vampire podcast. Shout out. Click that up there for if next video. Put it up so you can watch it in a bit. But vampires have no reflection because a human loses his soul when he becomes a vampire. So I thought that was an interesting little fact. Some Buddhists place a mirror at the entrance of their home uh, for protection to capture evil spirits before they can come inside. In feng shui, one's bed should never face a mirror. So I guess you were right when you were a little, little kid. You were a feng shui artist. <laughs> yeah, it messes with your mojo. 
your mojo was off. From the earliest times, mirrors were often used as ritual objects in long dead religions and dark mirrors were indispensable tools for scrying, a kind of divination using reflections used by Nostradamus. Also, the mirror of Galadriel in The Lord of the Rings is a reference to this ancient practice of scrying. Now, have you ever heard of a black mirror? The TV show, yes. I also never knew what black mirror, why it was even called that. Um, But reflective surfaces have traditionally been used as tools to induce trance. The intention of the practice may be to contact spirits. This is the scrying that we were just talking about. And black mirrors are simply black, shiny, reflective surfaces. In the past, practitioners polished obsidian or painted one side of a piece of glass black. The black mirror is ideally positioned in a certain way to the user so that the reflective surface is somewhat clear. The practitioner fixates on it until mental images or photisms appear that are interpreted. Nowadays, we have handy black mirrors in the form of computer and phone screens, which is what the whole black mirror TV show title references is the the reflection in like a computer or phone screen that's off but now that we talked a little bit about the superstition throughout other cultures the history of the mirror and the bad luck and the omens behind it now we're going to get into some examples of supposed haunted or cursed mirrors now the first one we're going to talk about is the myrtle plantation mirror and we actually talked about the myrtle plantation house in our haunted house podcast shout out Um, I'll link it again. But the Myrtles Plantation is a historic plantation located in St. Francisville, Louisiana. It's famous for being one of the most haunted houses in America, and it's rumored to be home to numerous ghosts and paranormal occurrences. And among the many alleged haunted objects in the house, one of them is a mirror. And this Myrtles Plantation mirror is actually one of the most well-known from the house. It's a large, ornate mirror that is said to have a dark and haunted history. It's located in the foyer of the plantation house where it was hung for many years. A mirror located in the house supposedly holds the spirits of Sarah Woodruff and two of her children. According to custom, mirrors are covered after a death, but legend says that after the poisoning of the Woodruffs by one of their slaves, this particular mirror was overlooked. The uncovered mirror reportedly trapped the spirits of Sarah and her children who are occasionally seen or leave handprints in the mirror. And you can go on you know, Yelp reviews, or you can just Google and people post blogs about it and people post photos. I'll put some, um, sorry, audio listeners, you got to go to the video too. Nothing is as scary as a little child's handprint. Like you're taking a shower and you get out and there's a little paw print I do. all over the I know. Their feet, that means they're climbing. But you do that with your hand where you put your hand like this and you do the toes. Oh, yeah. The toes. It's like you trick someone. <laughs> I'm baby walking on your mirror. Got it. We got him. We got him big time. I'm going to do that next time I go to someone's house. I'm going to steam up the bathroom. <laughs> Just start steam taking it up. a shower. One of my go-to things at Airbnbs is to type in a bunch of goofy stuff into YouTube. Oh, yeah. Like how to unclog toilet and no plunger. Next time we should just do like how to perform an exorcism, like <laughs> like ways to initiate a satanic ritual. We got to like tell a story, how to do a seance, how to do a Ouija board, how to perform exorcism, how to clean up, throw up, no paper towels. And the visitors report seeing Woodruff's children appear in the mirror near the room where they were poisoned. And one researcher noted that each time the mirror is replaced or resilvered, the same handprint reappears as if they refuse to be ignored. Wha- 
Uh, next example of a haunted mirror is the haunted mirror of Belcourt Castle. And the Belfort Castle is a historic mansion located in Newport, Rhode Island. The mansion is known for its opulence, historical significance, and the numerous stories of hauntings and supernatural occurrences. The castle was built in 1894 by Oliver Hazard Perry Belmont, a wealthy socialite and politician. The mansion was designed to resemble a French chateau and features an eclectic mix of architectural styles, including Gothic, Renaissance, and Romanesque elements. The mirror is said to have been part of the Belmont family's collection of antiques and was brought to the mansion from Europe. Visitors and staff members at Belcourt Castle have reported seeing ghostly apparitions reflected in the mirror when there was no one physically present in the room. Some claim to have seen the ghostly figures of women in period clothing, while others... Wait. Oh, like, period. Time period. Not like, <laughs> their rags. <laughs> anyway, moving... <laughs> I didn't know if people were going to think that. That's what I would have thought. While others report strange, unexplained movements and distortions within the mirror itself. And also, that's not the only mirror in this house that is haunted. An 18th century mirror that hangs in the castle's music room appears to be haunted. When people look into it, they find the reflection moves even though they are not moving. Items around the room that are reflected also appear to be vibrating. But the mirror itself does not move. And now let's get into a mirror in Gettysburg. On the Travel Channel, they did a whole episode on a Gettysburg haunted mirror in the Farnsworth house. I'm done with the Travel Channel people. I know, they're crazy. Shout out to all the Travel Channel people we met at Paracon or whatever we went. We got scammed by a Travel Channel con artist. I don't believe anything on the Travel Channel now. Okay, but... Well, I'm literally referencing it, so. But this house called in Travel Channel paranormal investigators, because what else are you going to do? Because they started noticing more aggression from a spirit specifically next to or around this mirror that they had in the basement, and they noticed that this spirit would be specifically aggressive towards female women tour guides and women that were visitors of the house and on these tours. The Travel Channel people got a mirror expert, which... Who knew that that existed? And they found <laughs> these jobs. Like, they didn't tell me about that. They didn't tell me that I could be a it's mirror expert. It's like Pawn expert. Stars. They have an expert for everything. I've studied mirrors. I've written books about the ornate. Okay, but anyway, they got in this mirror expert, and they found out that it was originally a frame from a painting. So is he a painting expert, too? Because how would he know? I guess he's like, this is not a real frame. I feel like if you're a mirror expert, you're probably well-versed in the picture frame world. Yeah, because you probably get those, those often. Actually, who would, like, take a painting frame and be like, I'm going to put mirror in this you're at goodwill and you love a frame but there's goodwill art inside of it how cool could the frame be the frame would have to have cherries watch this is gonna embezzled. happen to you this week <laughs> i'm gonna find like the most perfect frame ever like it would have to be like a huge crazy frame with like margarita little things glued to it that's healthy i'm just thinking of a margaritaville frame so after they got this mirror expert guy in they found out that it was originally a frame for a painting from about 1910 but the glass itself was put into it around the 1950s so then they did some digging allegedly this is the travel channel guys they found out that the mirror was from an estate sale from the collins family and they started researching different collins family member family members that were you know alive at the time and like of age to be you know, replacing mirrors and paint picture frames imagine it's like the six-year-old doing it they found out that clarence collins got in trouble 
for trafficking women, prostituting them, had some type of hatred for women, apparently was involved in a murder of a Gettysburg tour guide that was a woman too. Anyway, all they did was they got rid of the mirror and it apparently was all good after that. And I don't know what they did with that mirror. I don't know who has it. I'm so sorry if it's you. Travel Channel just ruining people's lives. They just donated it to Salvation Army. They're like, oh, we disposed of it. It's me buying it because it's the Margaritaville frame. Just to reference something about haunted mirrors in the news, I found a CNN article about someone selling a mirror on eBay for $150 just because it's haunted. According to their eBay listing, it all started when one of them saw that the building's landlord had put the old hallway mirror out on the lawn as rubbish. I love that word. So being resourceful, he retrieved it, added some silver paint, and leaned it up against their wall above the radiator. Soon after that, things supposedly got weird. He stated, We both experienced what I can only describe as intense, sharp stabbing pains, the sellers wrote to prospective buyers. They would strike us both at the same time. The two flatmates also complained of waking up completely drained of energy, screaming in the early morning hours with horrible feelings of impending doom. That's the anxiety. That's not... The mirror, <laughs> sir. <laughs> One of the flatmates even claims to have woken up with deep body scratches, for which he blamed the mirror and kindly provided a link on eBay for photo proof. <laughs> he took a photo of his scratch and was like... You can find some weird haunted stuff on eBay. Oh, so there was this game apparently back in the day where they would do like a ritual with a reflective surface, like a mirror or a bucket of water. Allegedly, if you do this ritual that they said, you can summon up the face of the person who is going to be your beloved. And the superstition survived well past the Middle Ages. Halloween greeting cards from the early 20th century depict young women peering into mirrors alongside rhymes such as, on Halloween, look in the glass, your future husband's face will pass. But it wasn't all that cute because if the woman was destined to die before she married, she would apparently just see a skull. <laughs> anyway, subscribe to this channel and put your notifications on if you want to see me do a live of me doing that game. Because I will do it. <laughs> I will do it. It's going to be a skull. So let's get into some psychological reasons, how our brain works on why mirrors are so creepy and why we fear them so much. An owner of a haunted house design company called Entrepreneurs, holy cow, call me. Like, can I work for them? What? It's like the dead in breakfast. And guess what his last name is? Pickle. A subconscious mind, though, Pickle says, a subconscious mind, no matter where it's at, is always looking for danger. It's always looking at stuff and trying to decide whether it's safe or a threat. That, that makes sense. I feel like that's true. Pickle has a point. Pickle has a point. Pickle has a pick a Peter Piper pickled pickle. <laughs> when the brain can't decide whether it's friend or foe, that's the creepy feeling that you get when the hair stands up in the back of your neck. While we're primed to look for potential threats in anything unexpected, it's especially jarring from a psychological standpoint when the thing that doesn't match our expectations is our own reflection. We're all experts in looking in the mirror and seeing ourselves, says Joanna Mash, a PhD candidate in psychology at the University of Hertfordshire in England. I wonder if she got her PhD. I'm getting Catcher in the Rye vibes from like people looking in mirrors in the sense where people way overanalyze it. You have a very well-established expectation of looking into the mirror and seeing your own face, having something you know so well. That's so intrinsically connected with your sense of self, be replaced with something that's not quite right. Not quite you is, as MASH puts it, gonna be pretty scary. Oh, so I guess this is like why fun houses are scary? Is that what they're called? Fun house? 
What a weird concept that that's like a classic thing. Seeing the wrong reflection doesn't just happen in Hollywood and haunted houses. Our brains are actually quick to misinterpret what we see in a mirror, often scaring us silly in the process. Psychologist Giovanni Caputo was studying dissociative identity disorder, formerly called multiple personality disorder, a condition in which people's identities are split into different personas, often as a coping mechanism for extreme trauma. One experiment intended to examine these patients' sense of self involved placing placing eight mirrors around the study's participants. The subjects noted that under low light, the reflections of their faces seemed to change. Caputo was intrigued. I concentrated my scientific efforts on this new phenomenon. This was truly a case of serendipity, he says. He showed that when people stare into a mirror under low lighting, they will often see their faces warp and change. Probably the most well-known superstition related to mirrors is the game of Bloody Mary. And if you didn't play it during a sleepover, the only reason why you didn't was because you're a little bit or you had no friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love every single one of you. Okay, I'm just triggered because I played it and I and <laughs> this is where I am now. <laughs> okay. So legend has it that a young girl who climbs the stairs backward. What the? F oh. Okay. So Bloody Mary the game originally stemmed from this weird legend that a young girl who climbs the stairs backwards in the dark while holding a mirror and a candle will see her future husband. Oh my god. For some reason, I didn't understand what meant climbs the stairs backwards. I thought like on her, <laughs> like, like, like a demon. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, how is a girl gonna do? I was like, that's a hard game. And while holding a candle, how's she gonna do that upside down? It's just bouncing on her stomach. <laughs> The first book I read was The Exorcist for some reason. I could only imagine what my parents thought. I was like, oh, let's read a book. And I picked The Exorcist. I had like a phase where I loved horror movies in middle school. And so did like some of my best friends. And one of my best friends had like a exorcist themed birthday party. Her mom got us all these shirts with Reagan oh printed God. on them. But it was like the demon. It was like when she was like vomit all over like encrusted on her. We all wanted to wear them to school the next day. But our parents voted against it. And I was so I mad. So the whole point is she walks up the stairs backward with a candle and she will see her future husband in the moment when she reaches the top of the staircase. We could also do this on live stream and see Kayla's future husband. Or my skull. Um, <laughs> perfect timing. I was literally holding this. Oh, 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 that's creepy. It's an almond. It's almost like you have a skull next to you. It's almost like we have a podcast and those are props. <laughs> There's like three right in this one area. So due to this superstition, the game of Bloody Mary developed. The classical variant of the game implies a person standing in front of a mirror in the dark and saying Bloody Mary three times. In the moment of turning on the light, Bloody Mary should supposedly be standing next to the respective person that's saying it. The person can then ask questions about the future and Bloody Mary is obliged to answer. It's said that you should never look directly at Bloody Mary, but only through the mirror in order to avoid harm or death. So be nice to Bloody. To Mary. <laughs> Be nice to bloody. It's her period dress. The haunted mirror in a haunted item museum. You, you like haunted items, don't you? You saw Jeffrey Dahmer's fort? I did see Jeffrey Dahmer's fort. We met an owner of a haunted... Wait, does he just have a collection or is he a haunted museum owner? No, he owns something called the Dead and Breakfast, where the previous owner blew their brains out. On a carpet with a shotgun... And they still have it. And I'm pretty sure they framed it or something. They're going to display it somehow. I feel like that needs to be disposed. I feel like that's like hazardous waste. He was wearing a hat that said corner. 
not as an identity of his occupation, but as a fashion statement. I like it. New merch available <laughs> corner. We just take rip his idea. Anyway, shout out Dead and Breakfast owner. I don't remember your name, but y- you have a fork. And a long ponytail. A very long, thin okay, we're not ponytail. Gonna, what if he watches I'm this? I'm just saying, I liked his long, okay, 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 thin okay, ponytail. Okay, okay. But he's not the only one that owns some haunted items because a celebrity ghost hunter... Zach Baggins owns a haunted items museum in Las Vegas, baby. And he says one of the objects that terrifies him the most is a mirror. Allegedly, the mirror once belonged to Dracula actor Bella Lugosi. The story goes that he used it in occult attempts to contact his deceased wife, but instead invited something unwanted and otherworldly. The mirror's next owner was murdered. His mother-in-law. Fuck, it's you. The mirror's next owner was murdered, and in the years that followed, subsequent owners have reported seeing a dark entity reflected in it. Some even claim to have been attacked, waking from uneasy dreams covered in scratch marks. At one point, the mirror had hung in a room in the Hollywood Hills house that had belonged to her uncle, a lawyer, and B-movie film producer. What does that mean, B-movie? Have you ever seen the B-movie? Wait, it's not the B-movie. It's B-movie. It's like you're on the B-celebrity. Like, you're... doesn't matter because he was um, tragically killed in a mob-style murder in 1982, and his death remains unsolved. Bella Lugosi, the actor best known for portraying Count Dracula, had previously lived in the home. The owner of the mirror, he says, it's documented that her uncle, Frank Celetri, lived in Bella Lugosi's house where this mirror stayed on the wall. Cindy believed, so Cindy was the owner that gave it to him, that the mirror absorbed part of the bad energy from witnessing that murder. When you talk about mirrors and how they're affiliated with the paranormal, you immediately go to something called scrying. Well, anyways, thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode. If you liked it, make sure to give it a thumbs up, subscribe, comment anything that you're interested in hearing us talk about, or just literally anything at all. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you guys next time here on Cauldron Combos, baby. Ooh.